All right, in this last episode of the Take Back Your Days Challenge mini-series, we'll be talking about some common obstacles that might be preventing you from staying on track. You've hopefully taken some time to determine your top priorities and make a plan for your day. And I know you don't want to sabotage those efforts. So let's talk about the three things that can get you off track and feeling overwhelmed again. The first thing is not knowing what to do next. We talked about this earlier in the week, but when you don't have a plan, you feel a little aimless and are likely to do something that does not require much mental effort. Or you might get sucked into a seemingly urgent activity. Knowing what you want to accomplish during your focused time or the time that you have allotted to do your tasks provides an incentive to buckle down and get it done. A bonus is knowing what you want to do after you finish all of your tasks. Right now, I'm working on a large needlepoint project and I look forward to working on it each evening. If I get distracted during the day and my work extends into the evening, I have less time to work on that needlepoint project. Now, some ways that you can overcome this obstacle is having a clear goal. Identify those big rocks and what you want to accomplish in each of those areas, and then break those goals or projects down into small tasks. When my friend and I were talking about how she didn't know what to do next, she asked how I know what to write down. What do I put on my, ta- my to-do list? Do I write down the project? No, I break the project down into bite-sized tasks that can usually be accomplished in one work session. I talked about this in an earlier episode. And a trick that I've learned is that I begin each task with an action verb. It doesn't really change the task. I mean, I could write down outros, meaning what comes after at the end of the podcast episode. But if I write down right outros, it primes me to know exactly what to do. I don't have to stop and think, what do I want to do with the outros? Oh yeah, I just need to write them. So breaking it or starting it with an action verb can really give you a jump start on your task. So as I thought, thought about planning for this podcast relaunch, instead of just writing down uh, the, the project of podcast, I broke it out. I had a list of tasks that I needed to do. Things like updating the podcast page, transferring the podcast to a new host, updating the podcast info, uh, updating the podcast player embeds on the website, writing the outros, planning the content, recording the content. All of those tasks are specific action items within that larger project. So once you have your project broken down into bite-sized pieces, identify three to five things that you could do in a day. Now, the second obstacle that you might encounter is distractions. So reduce distractions as much as you can. It is so hard in our current society to do that. I would start by turning your notifications off. I have all notifications on my computer turned off. 
I have almost all notifications on my phone turned off. I do have notifications from phone calls and messages, text messages, and the app Voxer, which is like a walkie-talkie for the phone. But I also have my phone on silent. So I have my I have a, a Garmin smartwatch that I use to know whenever someone is texting me, but it's not so loud and it's not intrusive. I like having the notifications turned off so that I can go check on things when I am ready to do so. I don't get sucked into email. I don't get sucked into all those other apps that have notifications like, hey, this is happening. Like, great, but this is not the time that I want to go check it out. You might consider using a focus status on your phone. I know the iPhones have that and they've been a great way to reduce the distractions. I have a focus for nighttime so that only close family uh, calls and texts come through after a certain time so that I can get some good sleep. I have focus statuses set up for when I'm coaching or when I'm doing a work session, recording a podcast, so that I'm not interrupted when I'm really wanting to focus my attention on the task in front of me. Another thing you can do is to close your tabs and not have as much visual clutter and as much calling your attention when you're working on the computer. For me, visual clutter is a distraction. So I like to have my desk tidy. I like to have my kitchen counter tidy and... Uh, Just being able to look out and see that everything is put away and in its place allows my brain to focus better. I like to find a quiet place for my work. I love my morning time. It's hard sometimes to get up early, but that is when I really prefer doing any of my work related to triumphant learning because I can focus. Nobody's trying to get my attention. Recording these podcasts always goes much smoother then because nobody's up and moving around. The dog is still sleepy. Nobody's coming to ring the doorbell. It just allows me to focus because I don't have all of the other distractions around. So if you can, you might consider planning your day so that you can work on tasks that require more focus when you can reduce the distractions as much as possible. I know how hard this is, especially if you have young children, but there are still ways that you can make that happen. You just need to identify what is important to you and what really needs your focus and how much focus you need so you can figure out ways to make that happen. Now, the third obstacle that often gets in our way of staying on task is multitasking. I'm sorry to break it to you, but that is a myth. It is not possible to do two tasks at once. You are actually switching quickly back and forth between the two. Now, you can do one task that's running on autopilot, such as doing the dishes, folding the laundry, something physical that you've done enough times you don't have to think about it while you are engaging in a cognitive activity, such as listening to this podcast. So you can, you can do that, but beyond that, anything that requires cognitive attention, you cannot do two things at once. You actually get less done when you're multitasking than if you were to just focus and get one task done, move on to the next. 
The problem is that you're not really attending to both of the tasks. And studies show that we lose quite a bit of productivity, maybe up to 40% when we try to multitask. You have to regain your focus when you switch tasks back and you may lose 25 minutes each time you do that. So what can we do about that? Well, you can reduce your distractions like we were talking about and focus on one task at a time. Commit to that task. Uh, I have to be careful not to go check my email when I get stumped or not to start researching something different just because I have lost the stamina for the, the, the task that I'm engaged in. I might need to get up and walk around to re-energize my brain, but not actually shift to doing something different. It, this comes down to a shift in your mindset. Are you willing to focus in and do that one task until you're finished and build that stamina back up? So to wrap up the three obstacles that can get in your way of you conquering your day and staying on task is not knowing what to do next. And you now know how to do that. Make your list and pre-decide what you're going to do to reduce your distractions and then to avoid multitasking. As we wrap up this mini series, I hope that you've been blessed and encouraged that you can get control of your days. It is possible. And if you've not joined the Take Back Your Days email challenge yet, consider joining us. It's free. You can unsubscribe at any time if it's not adding value to you. But if you're interested, you can go to triumphantlearning.com forward slash take back. Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.